Shabbos, Daf Memches, how's everybody doing? The Gemara tells us that it's permitted to take two urns and place them one on top of another when they both contain hot water. The top one is not a tmana, you're not burying the top one, you're just trying to prevent heat loss from the top one. However, when the servant in Rej Galusa's house put a cold cup of water on top of an urn, then Rabbi yelled at him and said, don't do so. What's the difference? Because you're trying to introduce heat to the cold cup that looks like Hatmana. That same servant was having a very bad day. Later on, Rabbah caught him taking a head turban, placing it over a pot, and on top of the turban, he put some sort of ladle. And he yelled at him, he said, don't do so. Rabzir says, what did he do now? He says, Rabbah, wait and see. And sure enough, the servant went and took the turban and squeezed it, or is trying to squeeze, do schita, which is also, it's libum. Says Rabbi but what's the difference? We all cover our pots with some sort of rag or something. Says Rabbi, that's a big difference. If you cover it with a rag, you don't care about the rag, you're not going to squeeze it out, but a head turban is important, that's why I told him, don't do so. There's muchen, which are soft, wool, cotton, people set them aside, to make felt out of that. And that's called Muksa Mahma Sisr. You set it aside, you say, I'm not going to use this. Now what happens if a person, he doesn't have a choice, he ran out of straw, different material, he uses his Muchin to do Atmana, to insulate his pot. The Gemara says, it doesn't lose its Muksa, it's still Muksa of Chisarinkis. But we cannot prove this from the Braise that says, that you're permitted to do Atmana with Muchin, and be careful not to touch it. Perhaps, the Bryce is talking about don't touch it before you use it as muchin, as atmana. But once you do atmana, perhaps the isser muksa goes away. You show that you don't care about it that much. So then what's the chiddush? They can't touch muchin. Of course it's muksa machmas chesar and kiss, says the Gemara. It's coming to teach us that even though it's so, nice and soft, perhaps you want to sit on it and use it as a seat, and therefore it's not muksa. Komash malon, it is muksa. If you take a pillow and you stuff it with muchen, you stuff it with the soft stuff, that's makeh bepatish, the Mishnah says, that's an iser da'irais on Shabbos. However, if you already have a pillow, it's a used pillow, and it was already stuffed, and the muchen, the stuffing comes out, you're allowed to put it back on Shabbos, and it's not considered makeh bepatish. To take clothing, that's uniform, and you take a scissors, and you cut out a hole for the neck, that's makeh bepatish. But to take a sword and chop off the top of a barrel, that's not Makibapatish, because the lid of the barrel is not one with the barrel. It was never one. You just put it together and now you're taking it apart. If a person has an axe and he doesn't have the handle and he goes and he finds some sort of stick, it's not a permanent handle, it's just a stick. Says the Gemara, as he's using the axe, they're considered one the handle and the axe. The handle and the metal. If Tumah touches one, the other one becomes Tumah. But once he's done with his malacha, he's done chopping away, then they are considered two individual items. They're independent of each other because he's going to take that stick and throw it away. This is different than the halacha. If somebody has a lot of clothing that he gives to the launderer and he wants to make sure that they don't get lost, so he sews them together. Or if somebody has a lot of keys, he's a macher, he has a lot of keys. You touch one, they all become tummy. You touch one cloth, they all become tummy. Or if, let's say you take two 
garments that are made out of tzemer, and you sew them with pishton, they are shatnas for the time being. Once you start undoing the stitching for the launderer or for the shatnas, it's no longer metama one to the other. But over here it's different than the X. Over here a person wants the stitching to be there just in case he has to throw it into the laundry. He wants them to be together with the handle of the X. He doesn't care about the handle. He'll use it as firewood. There's a saying, Anything that's attached to something, it has Allah just like it itself. He says, for instance, this goes like Rabbi Meir, who's talking about a kira, a stove, that has compartments that you can put salt in on the side. Do those compartments, are they considered like the kira itself? For Tumah. says, the Gemara, according to Rabbi Shem Gamliel, they're independent of each other. They're just compartments. According to they are independent of each other. However, if a sheretz, a mouse, and we're talking about a klicheres here, earthenware, so the only way earthenware becomes tamay is if the tumah is in the inside of the klicheres, not on the outside. If a sheretz goes inside, touches the inside of this kira, then the entire kira becomes tamay, including the compartments where you store the salt and different spices, or the candle. If you hang the sheretz in the ear space of that kira, then the kira does not become tummy. The rest of the compartments do not become tummy. The kira itself becomes tummy. Typically, klicheres becomes tummy, ma'aviray, from the ear space. Over here we say no. Why? Because we want to show that this whole tumma, that it transfers to the compartments, is only midirabana. We don't want people to burn their trumas and kachim based on this tumma. You're not allowed to burn your trumas and kachim based on a dirabant tumma. So therefore we make a distinction. We say it only becomes tumma with maga by touching physically and not through the ear space. If you have scissors that come apart or a carpenter's plane that has a blade on top that fits right into the wood. During the malacha, as you're going back and forth on a piece of wood, shaving it down, as you're cutting with the scissors, then they're considered one, and if Tuma touches one part, one blade, the other blade becomes Tame. However, when it comes to Hazah, sprinkling, making this device Tahar, you have to make sure to get the sprinkle on both parts of the Kli. Why is that? Because Midiraisa, they are considered one, only Bishas Malacha, only while you're doing the work that it's intended to do. When it's sitting on the side, they're not considered one. Therefore, Chacham said, let's do the Chumrah in both cases. Tumah, to say that they're both Tameh, is a Chumrah. Hazah, to say that they're both not Tahar, that's also a Chumrah. Therefore, you have to be Maza both, but by Tumah, you only have to touch one in order for both of them to become Tameh. Have a wonderful day.